0: The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.
1: What's keeping you from being the best you can be? Whatever the issue, you can clear that obstacle and come out swinging. Welcome to Be the Best You Can Be with Dr. Linda Santacola. On today's show, we will feature guest experts who can bring you the tools and ideas that you need to take the next step to your personal success. Now, here is Dr. Linda Sanacola.
2: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. Today, my guest is Dr. Elizabeth Lambert, who is an inspirational speaker, a talk show host, a brand ambassador, and author of the best-selling book, Skinny Dipping in the Fountain of Youth, How to Be Undeniably Radiant, Beautiful, Youthful, and Sexy at Every Age. Dr. Elizabeth holds two undergraduate degrees from Loyola Marymount University in Los Angeles and a doctorate in dentistry from the University of the Pacific in San Francisco. She is board certified in the state of California. Dr. Elizabeth has been a keynote speaker at many prestigious international conferences, as well as a guest expert on numerous television shows. Today, she's gonna share with us how we can all achieve inner and outer beauty and how to manifest your dreams. Welcome, Dr. Elizabeth.
3: Oh, welcome, Dr. Linda. What a beautiful introduction. Thank you. The energy and what you were sharing was just beautiful.
2: Oh, thank you. Thank (laughs) you so much. You know, I have to say, when I first saw that title skinny dipping in the fountain of youth i said well i don't know what that means but it sounds really great and it's something we all would want to do so i was just really i was excited just to hear what on earth is that
3: thank you it reminds me of the um the movie when harry met sally remember the one scene where the um after she does her little her little skit there in uh-huh. the deli and then the woman says. I'll have what she's having. Right, right, <laughs> <laughs> kind of like that. <laughs> exactly,
2: exactly. So, can you tell us what? Um, how you came up with that title, and what exactly that means?
3: I would love to. So I'm going to share with you what it means first, and I'm going to share with you how it came to manifestation because it's a very powerful story. So what I mean by skinny dipping in the fountain of youth, skinny dipping um, for me is shedding off what no longer serves us, to get naked, not necessarily... Uh, physically although we certainly can you know tear off our clothes and jump into the water or do whatever we need to do with that but it's um I'm speaking metaphorically how Mm -hmm. can we get naked in our own lives and really stand in the truth of who we are and shed all that doesn't belong to us anymore and the fountain of youth is actually not necessarily a Physical place, although it manifests as a physical place when we actually live in this awareness, but it's a state of consciousness.
2: Mm. The fountain
3: of youth is the state of awareness and being that we truly live in a universe of infinite possibilities. And when we know that and we live from that truth, truly we are skinny dipping in the fountain of youth. So mm-hmm. that's, that's what it means for me, and that's, um, and that's what I like to share with people.
2: And I think that's really powerful to think about, um, as you said, just sort of getting naked you with you in, in terms yes. of um, looking at what no longer serves you and, and really shedding
3: that off to reveal the <laughs> true, true you. Especially because we live in a society where everything from the media to magazines to television to, you know, every, Everything on the outside is trying to tell us what we should look like, smell like, act like, be like. From the time we were little, you have to conform to this way of being. Even in kindergarten, you know, you see little kindergartners who are coloring outside the lines and no, no, the teacher said, no, no, you have to do it. And so we are taught from a very, very early age and, you know, sometimes in our home environment, but certainly in, you know, the educational system to conform to a certain way of being and that does not. Serve our purpose here on this planet. And when right. we can really get naked from the sense of, I'm truly going to be free to be me and then go on an adventure to discover what that means because we can't be us when we don't know what that is and when for our entire lives people have been telling us what we should be and the more we buy into it there's a sense of people not really knowing who am I what do I like what do I love what do I want what do I create Who do I want to share my life with and so there's this level of Unconsciousness. I find a lot of times that people are walking around really sleepwalking and walking dead in jobs that don't serve them, in relationships that don't serve them, eating foods that don't serve them, <laughs> and right. doing things that don't serve them. And so when we can wake up from that and get a strong sense of who am I and what, how do I want to play in this world, then we can be free To be me, and then that's when the deliciousness of life starts. And that's when we can really skinny dip in the fountain of youth. And it Mm -hmm. shows the great part is, is that I didn't create this to be something physical. Like this isn't kind of, you know, do this, you know, do this Mm -hmm. on the external because it can never come from the external. It has to come from the internal. But the wonderful byproduct of this is that we begin to glow and become undeniably beautiful, sexy, radiant, and delicious, no matter what our age, when we can start living from this consciousness and this promising way of, of being.
2: And so, I you know. think there's so much that, you know, I mean, we've all seen people and who are living from their soul purpose, their essence. And yes. it doesn't matter if they're nine or 99, there is a certain radiance that they exude. They yes. And, and I think. Go, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, I was go ahead. Just, I was just going to say that's such a quality that is something we all want to have.
3: And the reason we want it is because it is so undeniable. People want to be around that. And I think the reason we want to be around it is because it's so attractive. When we are being ourselves, I mean, truly, people are longing to be themselves. Mm-hmm. I, I call it this insidious itch that can't be itched, that you know, that can't be scratched. Mm-hmm. Most people are because they're walking around their lives not in that state. It's this longing to be that. So when we see somebody who is living from that, everybody wants to be around it, which is so lovely because when we can find the way to live from that place, we truly do bring to us the perfect relationship, the perfect career, and not perfect in the sense of perfection, but perfectly suited for us when right. we can be that authentic, vulnerable, transparent person.
2: Right, right. And then yeah. th- that does put us in line with um, having, as you say, the most magnificent life imaginable. Yes, and, exactly. Exactly. And, And it starts with that sense of, well, who am I and what do I like? In my practice, certainly, I see uh, very commonly people come in and they may not know what they like. It may be something as easy as, well, I don't know what color. What's my favorite color? I don't know what color I like. I don't really know what food I like because they've lived a life of sort of being at the effect of what society or family or whoever it is has told them you must do this and you must like this and you know you must sleep at these hours or
3: whatever (laughs) exactly and what's so beautiful is that when we give ourselves permission because all it takes is what, what i like to say is begin to go on an adventure to discover because people think it's going to be oh how am I they get caught in this sense of oh my gosh because it feels overwhelming when you've been told what to like and be and do for so long this sense of freedom to be able to think oh my gosh I could choose this for myself can be daunting and overwhelming mm-hmm. so what I say is just go on an adventure to begin to discover what it is that turns you on and like it could be as simple as um you know I work with people a lot um with movement and exercise and people like well I don't know what I like and I say well you know go on an adventure and a lot of times what I tell people is look back at what you did as a child before Mm -hmm. something or someone told you how you had to be what was the expression of you where time just the decade just flew by and you know what did you do that you know you just got immersed it. I'll tell you um, a little story. I talk about this in my book. My sister, who now ha- is a, has a very successful and wonderful career, when she was little, she used to go into my mother's um, dressing area and closet, and she, um, first she would start with um, crayons. And she would, you know, before she was old enough to get into the jewelry, and she would line them up in order of color and size. And she would take such great care in looking at each one and the colors and how they blended together. And then once she got big enough and tall enough and old enough, she'd crawl up to my mother's jewelry. And she'd pick a piece, and she'd look at it, and she'd polish it, and she'd try it on, and she'd... I mean, she literally was bringing life to these pieces of of jewelry. And so when she got out of school, she didn't know what she wanted to do, and she got a job at Nordstrom's um, fashion jewelry department. And mm-hmm. she became the number one salesperson there. And so Gucci timepieces came by one day and they watched her work and they're like, you are exactly what we need. So they hired her. She became the number one salesperson at Gucci. And then wow. she became so well that Cartier called on her and said, you are amazing. And she became the number one salesperson in the world for Cartier. And it all started from she was just doing In her adult life, what she did as a child, which was appreciating beauty in the form of. Fine jewelry, um, timepieces, and things like that. And then the other part was she could show people how beautiful they were. She wasn't the, you know—she wasn't being a salesperson. She was in her purpose mm-hmm. in sharing what I call her divine, magnificent, unique combination of gifts and talents that only she has in that particular arena. And when you put those into that particular job that unfolded for her, she became the best in the world at it. Just. Not because she was trying to, but because she was just doing what she did naturally and what she did as a little child. And so that's what I like to tell people is look. Back, what did you do as a child? Like I see entrepreneurs all the time. Like if you were the kid who was the first one to say, "Let's have a lemonade stand," or you had the first paper route, you know, in your uh-huh, neighborhood, uh-huh. and you were the one shoveling uh-huh. snow, going door to door saying, excuse me," you yeah, know, "I'll shovel your snow for five cents or a dollar or whatever it was in the day. In my day, it was like five cents." Right. <laughs> and right. then they, you know, they go on to be these amazing entrepreneurs when left to their own devices. But when right. If someone tries to come in, so that's why I like to tell people. So for your listeners, if there's someone listening right now, one of your beautiful listeners tuning in and, you're, and they're thinking to themselves, if you guys are thinking to yourself, I know there's something greater for my life. I know my soul and my heart and my spirit are longing to do what just what I came to do, just me with my particular gifts and talents. Just begin by exploring. Look back at what you loved as as a child and take, go on little, you know, adventures. And I call them exercises. I outline them in my book where you just go and just go out and try something that would be exciting for you and don't judge and it don't think about it don't let anybody else tell you that's crazy don't do that just and, go and maybe we it. can
2: talk a little bit more about that whole process for people when we get back from our breaks because we need to take a, oh, I a love short that. break and no we'll be right back with my guest Dr. Elizabeth teaching us how to skinny dip in the fountain of youth we'll be right back <laughs>
3: your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com.
1: Are you happy with your financial life? Or are you like most people, underachieving with your income, working your tail off without the rewards you deserve? Are you going through a boom or bust cycle over and over again? It's time to speak out, take control of your existence, and let your life speak. Bart Queen is the host of A Hero's Journey. His personal goal is to help you find your voice, use that voice, and live the life that you deserve to live. Do more, be more, and give more. Tune in to A Hero's Journey on the Voice America Empowerment Channel, live every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time. You owe it to yourself to tune in and make your voice count. It's your world.
0: Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com
1: You are tuned in to Be the Best You Can Be with Dr. Linda Sanicola. If you want more information about Dr. Sanicola or our program, please visit DrSanicola.com. Again, that's drsanicola.com. Now, back to this week's show.
2: Welcome back, everybody. We are visiting today with my guest, Dr. Elizabeth, who's helping us learn how to really shed off all those old things that don't serve us any longer. And really find out who we really are and move towards a magnificent life. Um mm-hmm. I wanted to follow up on on what we were just saying, Dr. Elizabeth, about making those changes. Like you said, making every day sort of an adventure to try and discover what you really love to do. And I know for a lot of people that I work with, they really need to take baby steps because they don't know. So it might be something I might say, well, just, you know, try a new flavor of ice cream. You know, go walk on the beach. Um, you know, go to the library, go sit in the park or any number Mm. of things that are baby steps because I think that's the start of a process. It doesn't have to be a big step.
3: That is a great, great, I I love what you're saying. It's so important because otherwise it it can become overwhelming. Mm -hmm. And as you were sharing your examples, I thought of the example of just, It can be as simple as going to a store and looking at the clothing and seeing what color resonates with you. You Mm -hmm. can look and go, oh, I really like that pink, and you know, I really don't like that brown. I don't know who Mm -hmm. told me that I should wear brown, but I don't really like that. I like Mm -hmm. that bright blue over there, or I like that pale green, and just begin to give yourself permission to like what it is you like. And Mm -hmm. so it can be simple. It can be as simple as that example of just going. And once you start, what I find is it gets, with each one of those little baby steps, it gets easier and easier is what I've
2: noticed. Right, they build on themselves. And I I can't help but wonder, um, you know, uh, at first glance, dentistry seems a long way from what we're talking about your work today is and so i i'm thinking there must have been a a process that you went through that uh, reflects these ideas that you're sharing with us today yeah can you tell us a little bit um, about that june Yes, you are
3: brilliant, Doctor Linda. <laughs> very, very observant. Those thirty years of practice come in handy on the show. <laughs> yes, that is the understatement of the century. Yes, it was quite a journey. I, um, I came from a, a medical background family, and my father—I'm the oldest—and my father is so passionate about being a physician, and wanted that for me. And um, and so, since I was the oldest, and I did quite well in school, that path was carved out for me, Mm -hmm. and some circumstances uh, occurred when I was in college, and I decided I didn't want to deal with life and death, and so um, he very, you know, in his own way, God bless him, you know, he was doing the best he could as a father in the way mm-hmm. that he knew how. But it was like, you will be a doctor or else, and that will look like right. being a dentist. And so I went into a going into it, I knew it was not my passion, something that I wasn't even the least but interested in. And so when I got out of school, I felt like I had literally put my ladder of life Onto the edge of a building Climbed up to the top Only to go Oh my gosh I've climbed up to the top Of the wrong building Because it's a oh, long process <laughs> Yeah It is a long process To go process. through To become You know You know Just to go through school And then pass the boards And then be able to practice And I just My soul was dying inside I cried going to work Every single day um. And I knew Yeah it was really You know I, I ran You know it just, It's very challenging I remember going On my lunch break I would go and sit And I just I remember thinking to myself, I'm at point B and I wanna go I'm at point A and I wanna to go to point B and I had no idea how to do it. And finally I got up the courage to leave my practice. And what I started I started doing different odd jobs and what happened was very synchronistically I always had a passion. For dancing, But my mother wanted me to be a concert pianist. So kind of that's the road that I was placed in as opposed to Mm. what my heart loved. Mm -hmm. And for a very long time, I thought I had literally missed the boat as far as being a dancer. And, you know, most people don't start a professional dance career, you know, (laughs) once they're out of a professional like like dentistry. Mm -hmm. But I just kept on being called. And um, a very powerful clairvoyant one time, I was just about ready to turn 40 and uh, this woman looked at me and she said, you're a dancer and you're going to dance for the rest of your life. And I was like, no, no, I, I, you know, I, I missed the boat. I really thought I had missed the boat. And she looked at me, she looked me in the eyes and it was so powerful, the vision that she was holding and channeling and then showing me that for one second, I opened up from being a no to a possibility Mm-hmm. And I just said yes to that possibility. Is And what I would share with your audience right now is don't listen to the logical mind. The logical mind will just keep us so stuck in a square box because, you know, the thought of, becoming a professional dancer at age 40 is just ridiculous on every single level with no training as a dancer as mm-hmm. a child. <laughs> you know, yeah, the, the logical
2: authority. mind will just tell you what society tells you. No, you can't do that. You exactly. missed the boat. It's too
3: late. Blah, blah. So something in me... Because I was so passionate about this vision and I saw what she was seeing of me, I opened up to the possibility and very synchronistically, a girlfriend of mine took me to a swing dance um, club that was very popular in the late 90s and I saw the gentleman, he owned this dance company, long story short. I said to him, I said, I need to be a part of your team. He's like, sorry, kid, we got tons of girl dancers. We need guy dancers. But I just kept on hearing the voice of spirit in me just saying, just keep on going. Just keep on going. And long story short, I went to the rehearsal. The girl who was supposed to perform that night got sick. The guy turned to me and said, can you learn two dance routines right now? I said, You sure bet I can <laughs> And I spent the entire day learning two dance routines and I performed that night with no dance training, no anything, the logical mind it was, it was a beautiful event. It was TED dancing was hosted. Ted dancing was hosting this um, environmental event. Mm-hmm. I'll never forget this. And I had my first experience, and that was it. I just was, I thought I had, I was in such joy on that stage dancing. I just thought I had died and gone to heaven. I mean, literally, my life began then. And I ended up touring around the world with different dance companies and performing with kids half my age. And what I would tell people listening is that, if I had just stayed a no, none of this would have happened, but in my willingness to be open to the possibility of that vision that was in my soul and my heart, and of course the talent that was encoded in my physical body, I... The universe just opened up, and like Joseph, that beautiful Joseph Campbell quote: "The universe just kept on opening up doors that would never have opened up, mm, you know, mm-hmm. from a practical standpoint." And then I went on after that to become a fitness model, and then a a, a host, a journalist, and and then to now a um, and when I turned fifty, a speaker. And this whole process from dentist to now, what I'm doing. You know, if you look at it, it certainly is not a square line. I mean a straight line. It is just right. you know, over there, then over here, and then but it has endowed me with everything necessary to do what I do now. And all I did was continue to say yes to my heart desires and dreams and not listen to the logical mind. And um, so that's the story of how I did it. And everybody's story is going to be different. It'll be filled with different magical moments, but it will be magical and it will happen if you can just stay open to the possibility and continue to say yes when the opportunities open up and just know that if the universe puts you there it put you there for a reason. Don't doubt it. Don't question it, and just keep on saying yes. Like I was, you know, the first time I was going on stage, I was like, oh, it was like a roller coaster ride. Oh my, god. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! But I just kept on saying yes, and I just the experience I would share with your listeners is this: it was as if when I stepped on that stage, that. God, the universe, whatever you would call it. Literally, I got out of the way and it stepped in, into my body and expressed itself in, through, and as me as nothing and no one else could. And the joy and fulfillment and just passionate expression of that has been the great joy of my life. Not only in dancing, but in everything I've allowed the universe to move through, and it can through. As and me. it's
2: so beautiful how you said, you know, we have to get out of the way.
3: Yes.
2: We, and, and sometimes I think that's the hardest part, <laughs> you know, it, is it, just you know, to get out of the way.
3: It is, and you know what I love to say is just small changes. If you just take the first little baby step, instead of just being a no, you just take that first step is—you know—you you, your knees could be knocking, your voice could be quivering, you could be shaking in your boots. But if you can just take that first step, and what helps in taking the first step is when the vision and the enthusiasm, which is, you know, you know God's spirit in us, is greater than whatever fear comes up. If, and for me, that the passion of expressing myself through dance, through interviews like today, through whatever it is I'm doing is so much greater, to be in service. In, as, you know, in my life this way, is so much greater than any kind of fear or trepidation or doubt that could come up. And then we just, we say yes, and then you just kind of smile and laugh as, as you watch the miracles unfold. You go, look at how that happened. I could never have even planned that if I tried, and all I did was be willing to be open to the possibility of saying yes instead of
2: a no. And, and listening to, first of all, listening to yourself and listening to spirit or the universe yes. or whatever you call it. You know, it's yes. that being open and listening.
3: Yes, because that's where our guidance comes from. And your technique of tapping, meditating. All, I mean, there's my, I have a girlfriend. She's, she's a wonderful friend and teacher of mine. And um, we call it our toolbox. And mm-hmm. we, we, we get this little toolbox once we wake up and then we begin we begin collecting tools and Mm -hmm. you're tapping that's a tool and you put that in the toolbox and then you know meditating I do I have a beautiful meditation grounding cord meditation complimentary on my website for anybody who wants to go there but then you collect that and then you collect the next tool and before you know it you have this great big wonderful toolbox, but then you have to use the toolbox. You can't exactly. just have it there. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you and you to have mistake. to use it often. <laughs> you have to, oh, you know what? You have to use it every day. Exactly. You know, it's like, yeah. you know, someone will ask you to do something and it'll push your envelope and, and that's when you're really living on the edge. You know, I have a workout partner and, you know, we used to go to the gym, you know, around 7 or 8 in the morning and he's a fireman. He's like, I've got to be in the gym at Five o'clock in the morning. And I was like, Okay, then I guess I'll get up at four. And I had never been a morning prison before that. And I was like, and Well that okay. That pushed and- you
2: for sure, yeah. <laughs> and we need to
3: take another short break. Okay, so we'll no be right
2: back with my guest, Doctor Elizabeth. Be right back. <music>
0: Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment.
1: Are you happy with your financial life? Or are you like most people, underachieving with your income, working your tail off without the rewards you deserve? Are you going through a boom or bust cycle over and over again, hitting an inner set point? Perhaps you are struggling with the same old issues over and over again. Are your finances a source of peace or stress? Is your money the root of your problems or the path to your freedom and empowerment? If you answered yes to stress and problems, then it's time to ask yourself one more question. What else is possible? the last time you saw sparkles of life in your day each day holds a treasure the extra in the ordinary it is too easy to miss them because they're familiar and we take them for granted if you want to add sparkle to your day listen to mighty gems spotlighting everyday jewels with Dee lee she offers a new way to view the world and to discover your own mighty gems in daily life Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel.
0: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America.
1: You are tuned in to Be the Best You Can Be with Dr. Linda Sanacola. If you want more information about Dr. Sanicola or our program, please visit DrSanicola.com. Again, that's DrSanicola.com. Now, back to this week's show.
2: Welcome back, everybody. We are talking today about the idea of living your dreams with my guest, Dr. Elizabeth. And, um, you know... One of the things that I was really resonating with as you were sharing your story, uh, Dr. Elizabeth, is that really people need to know that it's never too late to start. Mm. It's never too late.
3: And,
2: yes. You know, I, I loved, as we were chatting, I loved what you said about having a sense of radical appreciation mm. of, of your life and, and what can be when you live your dreams after you have experienced a life of not your dreams yes and that contrast <laughs> that contrast is so powerful
3: yes It's very powerful. And I know for myself, you know, as I tune into your audience, you know, know, for anybody listening and they're in a place where, you know, they're thinking, you know, you guys are thinking to yourselves, oh, gosh, you know, I'm in a place where I don't want to be and I have this, you know, I would like to be over here. But I feel like it's too late because I, we'll talk about that, that, because you, you, you touched on like three different wonderful things right there in that, in mm-hmm. your opening. So the first thing let's talk about is, um, the sense of it being too late. And certainly, you know, I had that before I started dancing again. And then when I began dancing, it just shattered that paradigm. I mean, my dance partner was literally half my age, and once you just, you have that experience of having it shattered, you just, there's so much freedom in that, so what I would say to people is, if you can begin today, when that voice comes, you know, you'll, you'll catch a dream, let's say you'll, even if it's just an inkling of, I know there's something more, bigger, better for my life than what I'm living right now in any arena of your life, whether it be relationship or whether it be career or, you know, any area, health, body. Um, And if you go to the place of, Oh God, but it's too late for me. What I invite you to do is just shift from that place to the possibility. If you can say to yourself, what if, if I really believe that the universe is infinite and I'm, I'm made of the same stuff of the universe, you know, the same, we're all energy, right? And Mm -hmm. so if the universe can continue to expand and grow and be infinite, and if I'm made up of the stuff of the universe, then I'm able to continue to grow and expand. What if I could just shift in this moment? What if I could just shift from, oh God, it's too late to, oh, you know what? It's not too late. For me, I'm so excited because I think there's, I think I could do whatever it is I wanted, and there's a great opening for me. So, if you watch what happens, because on a physiological level, when we do that to ourselves, we literally change the resonance in the cells of our body from when we're feeling oh, it's too late. What happens mm-hmm. is the body goes into a state of depression. It starts, everything starts winding down. The, st- the cells start closing down. The mind starts closing down. We, even though there could be opportunity right in front of us, we can't recognize it because we're resonating at a vibrational frequency of hopelessness, doubt, depression. And if mm-hmm. there's a possibility of greatness in front of us, those re- those those energies don't match. So it could be right. sitting right in front of you. We Someone won't see it, saying, yeah. We can't That's exactly see it. Right. So, but yeah. if we can shift and just so, so anyone listening right now, if you're feeling, oh my God, it's too late, it's hopeless, it's, it's, it's over for me, it's just too late. And you could be, I've heard girls, you know, I've danced with girls who are 20 something who are saying it's too late. So, you know, it's, you know, it's any, any age can say this, you know, it's just mm-hmm. not a good thing. And just sit down, close your eyes, open up your heart, and just try this on for size. And see how that feels. That's
2: pretty amazing. You know, that's, that's the energy people want to carry. And let those words resonate. And really see how, that, how it feels for people.
3: Yes. And when we get used to that, what can happen is we start operating from that place. And what happens, the first step is the awareness. We just have to catch ourselves from, oh, it, you know, that can't be a possibility, to, oh, no. That's a possibility for me. And then we just move forward from that place of, oh, yes, that's a possibility. And um, what I realized is begin to fill your life with inspiration. I know for me, I have a couple of role models. They are um, women and men. Um, in my book, I have a picture. I spoke at a conference, and um, there's a picture of myself. At fifty-four, I, I'm fifty-six now, and Mimi Kirk, who's seventy-something, who looks amazing, and a gentleman named Bernardo Lopalo, who's hundred fourteen. Wow! And this <laughs> and this man was standing on stage speaking. The three of us were speaking on stage, and he—I talk about this in my book. He, what he was talking about, was making long-term plans. For his life. At 114. (laughs) He's talking about opening, he's a raw food advocate. He's talking about opening a raw food restaurant. At 114. There is no (laughs) grass growing under this man's feet. That's
2: right. That's (laughs) right. And it's that whole idea of allowing yourself to think, what else is possible for me?
3: Yes. And it's shattering that old paradigm. And when we can look from that place and fill our life with other inspiring people who are living that way, it literally changes the physiology of the body. I've mm-hmm. seen the studies on it. Deepak Chopra talks about this. Yes, And yes. so we, 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 yeah, we begin to shift that, and you can literally see it physiologically shifting in the body. And like we were talking about earlier, small changes equal miraculous results. If you can just be willing to make that first change, And then what happens is it opens up for you. And then what happens is you get the taste of it. And I'm Mm -hmm. sure you know, I'm sure you have lots of stories. I have lots of stories about that. When I went from doing my first dance performance, you know, before I had done that to after that, you begin to get more excited because now it's real. It went from being real in the spiritual realm to being real in the physical realm. Mm -hmm. And now people. It can really start moving and, and you start exponentially. Everything starts expanding more, but it just starts with that first step.
2: Right, right. And I think, you know, the other side of it that, that people need to take a look at sometimes is if they're afraid or nervous or whatever it may be, and naturally some of that comes with trying anything new. But, right, of course. You know, sometimes you, you might try something and you might step out into something and you then realize, you know, it's not quite what I thought. It's not quite what I wanted. And that's okay. And you go try something yeah. new. That, you know, or it, you know, somehow it just doesn't quite feel the way you thought it would feel. And that's not a bad thing. You know, that people sometimes are afraid, well, what if it doesn't work out? Then it doesn't work out. That's okay if it doesn't work out. Because you're still learning. You're still experiencing. And you've still had a wonderful experience
3: of learning more about what's right for you. Exactly. That's a wonderful point. And to give yourself permission to, it's like if you're at a buffet. I mean, if you think about it this way, if, we're, if someone's at a buffet, if you took a little bit of food, if you didn't like it, you wouldn't make a big deal about it. you just go, oh, I tasted that, didn't like it, let me taste this. So exactly. if you look at life in the same way as this being this grand buffet that we're giving ourselves permission to partake in. Let's taste as much of it as possible and then see what we like. And then we get better at knowing what mm-hmm. we like. By right, taste, exactly. like tasting it.
2: Yeah. And we get better at fine-tuning uh, what we're resonating with because there there has to be something to start with that draws you to something. Like, for example, um, let's take skydiving. You'd never catch me doing that. I mean, I'm never <laughs> jumping out of an airplane. I don't have any affinity exactly. for that. So, so I'm not going to go in that direction. But exactly. a few years ago, I took piano lessons because that was something that I always wanted to do. Now, I'm not a concert pianist and I'm never going to be. But I wanted to follow up on just trying something new and different. And it didn't go anywhere except pure enjoyment for me. And that's
3: enough. And you know what? You bring up a great point with that. we this doesn't when we take something on, we don't have to become the concert pianist. We don't have I, to become, you know, the the number one in the world at something we can take it on for the sheer joy of expressing it and that's enough for exactly. our souls and and who knows what that could lead you to you could start the piano and then decide you know I like that but I really like the drums or the horn or that you know mm-hmm. but that step towards the piano led you to the instrument that you really really love exactly. so it so it's all it's all a positive um It's all positive movement.
2: Right. I agree. And I think that, you know, you you can't go in the wrong direction as you step into resonating And allowing and experimenting and choosing the things that are in line with who you believe you really are. And it's just a process of learning and growing, and that's what's so beautiful about it. And on that Mm -hmm. note, um, we need to take (laughs) another short break. So uh, we'll be be right back with my guest, Dr. Elizabeth. Be right back. (laughs)
3: To your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel.
1: Are you happy with your financial life? Or are you like most people, underachieving with your income, working your tail off without the rewards you deserve? Are you going through a boom or bust cycle over and over again, hitting an inner set point? Perhaps you are struggling with the same old issues over and over again. Are your finances a source of peace or stress? Is your money the root of your problems or the path to your freedom and empowerment? If you answered yes to stress and problems, then it's time to ask yourself one more question. What else is possible? do you need a change transformation for success with dr barbara young will provide empowering commentary each week to encourage you she will interview successful personalities from movies television business technology health and academia all of them have amazing stories resulting in transformed lives You will learn how to discover real happiness, financial success, and fulfillment to live your highest purpose. Join her on Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Empowerment Channel.
0: The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv today.
1: tuned in to be the best you can be with dr linda sanicola if you want more information about dr sanicola or our program please visit dr again that's dr now back to this week's show
2: Welcome back, everyone. We are visiting today with my guest, Dr. Elizabeth, who is teaching us about how to step into your dreams and how to step into the life that you are meant to have. And um, as we get started here with this uh, last segment, Dr. Elizabeth, I want to really thank you for your time today. And um, thank you for sharing your process and your experiences and really opening up the possibility that you've had for others as well.
3: Well, thank you. You're a beautiful host. You are so talented. And it was my Uh joy. You're really living your purpose. It's beautiful. And it was my joy to really my joy and honor to be on the show. Thank you for inviting me. It's my
2: pleasure. And um, how can people find you? I I know you have a book, a website, a podcast. Can you update us and let us know Um. how people can find you?
3: I would love that. Thank you. My website's very easy. It's DrElizabeth.com. It's D-R-E-L-I-Z-A-B-E-T-H.com. I have a YouTube channel and I do weekly inspiring videos on everything um, based from my book Skinny Dipping and the Fountain of Youth." Um, my book is on Amazon. You can also get my book on my website, and I'm happy to sign copies for everybody. And oh, nice. my YouTube channel is—you can get that if you go to my um, if you go to my website. You can click onto my web, my um, YouTube channel, and it's Dr. Elizabeth Lambert. And Lambert is spelled L-A-M. B-A-E-R. And you can connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat. I'm on Twitter. I'm on all those. And that's Dr. Elizabeth Live. And all that's on my website.
2: Great, great, great. Thank you. Um, You know, I'm going to share with you a a fun little thing that that one of my guests did about probably, it's probably a year ago that she showed me this. And you know how we always spell our name? Like E-L-I. Yeah. Well, we always say, you know, the, the most boring way. For example, her name started with F. F as in Frank, you know, like that. Right. And so she has another way of doing it. And um, instead of saying, you know, just the traditional way, we would say E as in exciting, L as in luscious, I as in interesting, Z as in zestful. <laughs> and you spell your I name using really that. wonderful words. And that's so much fun, and it changes the energy of spelling your name for people.
3: And you know what's so beautiful about that is just on the receiving end, as you were doing that, Uh is so personal and so uplifting. Just to hear you begin to spell my name. In such a beautiful, loving, and kind way. I just, my heart was just like, oh, thank you, Dr. Linda.
2: <laughs> it's Very
3: really respectful. a wonderful, simple
2: little process that I think changes our energy with just when we think of something that for most of us is so ordinary. It's our name. But as we review that, and, and I do it for people because I don't want anybody to feel like they're on the spot about, oh, how am I going to you know, think up the right word, blah, blah, blah. So it's like a, a little gift of here's
3: an energy boost with your name. So it's fun I to do. That. I love that. And you know, it's so interesting because it's really a, a wrap-up of all that we've been talking about. When we shift the energy and the way we think Mm -hmm. Everything else in our life shifts. And if we can just have the courage to take one, one little step in the direction of our dreams, the universe can open up and rush in and really assist us like just angels' wings carrying us to what it is that we really want in our lives.
2: Right, it's so it's so special, and I, I, I can I share the um yes. the story of when you and I were very first chatting, and um, <laughs> you, you know it's interesting to me, and and I think it's a good example of how the universe conspires, if you will, to to open up opportunities. Right. You know, you and I hadn't met, and um, right. my producer actually suggested that I give you a call, which I did, and as we were chatting about what my listeners might most be uh, interested in hearing and how we could approach that. I don't remember why I said it, but I said, oh have you ever heard of agape (laughs) and you said oh my goodness (laughs) yes and and my last week's guest was from agape and i've had several agape guests um, and which is just really a delight but i didn't know that you had any affiliation with that and and subsequently had the opportunity to talk with a couple of my uh, prior guests and said guess who's going to be on and everybody had the same example like oh my goodness that's that's wonderful and and then they'd look at me and say you mean you didn't know that she was uh, with agape also I said no I did not know so I think that's just such a beautiful example of here we are mm-hmm. so can you say a little bit about what you do at agape and what your,
3: at, your work there is absolutely I've been there for quite some time and Michael Beckham is a very dear friend of mine I'd love to give a shout out to him and I'd love to give a shout out to our dear friends Ray Davis and his beloved Lori, and also, of course, to Jason Mitchell. And yes. I um, I perform at um, as one of the dancers for Movement of Agape. I also teach at Agape, so the principles. And my book is also in the bookstore. For anybody who happens to go there, you'll see my book there. And it's a beautiful place. And what I love about this is the example you shared, that kind of synchronicity, when we are being and living our authentic self, that magic happens every day. It's of course yes. we would know each other, and of course we would be connected, and of course it would be agape, because we're vibrating at the same frequency. And the more right. we step into who we really are, the more that that delicious experience happens for us. On a right. Day by day. It basis. is delicious, too. It, it, it really is. is. Isn't it? It's delicious
2: yes and and also yes. you know I have to say Marianne Lewis also was a guest a few weeks <gasps> ago
3: so oh and I love her we gotta give a shout out to Marianne I love Wolves. Talk about two songbirds, uh, yes. Ray Davis and Mary Ann. Beautiful, yes. beautiful. Oh, yes. and they're my uh-huh. dearest friends. I spent New Years with them. Oh, that, <laughs> very, you know, very good. Friends. Again,
2: it's just amazing, beautiful piece of synchronicity. And like you said, that's what's happening um, as you step into more and more of living your purpose and being on that vibrating on that same frequency. It's a pretty extraordinary experience, and it's wonderful. Yeah. To to
3: share That's in that. So I know mean, real quick I'm going to sh- I'm going to share real quickly if I can. The um, for anybody listening who's feeling like I don't have the kind of friendships, I don't have those kind of connections that I'm longing for. I would love some deep, wonderful friendships. The more you can say yes and step into this way of being we were talking about today, the more wonderful people like who we were speaking about um, come into your life and just enrich it in such. Beautiful, sweet ways.
2: That, that is absolutely my experience as yeah. well. And mm-hmm. once again, I thank you so much uh, for, for your wisdom and your time today. It's been a delight. I
3: appreciate it. Oh, Likewise. Thank you so much, Dr. Linda. It was wonderful having you here. Thank you for the beautiful service you do in the world. It makes a huge difference.
2: Thank you so much. And I thank all of you for listening today. I hope you will like my Facebook page, Dr. Linda Sanicola, to keep up on show news. And also, next week, my guest is going to be me. So, next week, I'm going to be doing a special show on how to get your financial house in order as we move through January. I'm going to be teaching you how to begin to look really and see what else is possible for me from a financial standpoint. I'm going to teach you about the five types of money and show you how you can begin to uncover those money blocks you have that are causing you to fail to reach your goals and Step one on working with your wealth consciousness is going to be understanding where the blocks are. So get your paper and pencil ready and tune in next week. And today I leave you with the words from A Course in Miracles. A healed mind does not plan. It carries out the plans that it receives through listening to wisdom that is not its own. Thanks for listening. See you all next week.
0: and management.